Hello, this is your host, Allie Hansen, and welcome back to the Overcome and Become podcast. Let's get motivated. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be here. This is your host, Allie, and today's another very exciting episode. We're still in September, so it's still Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, and I am finally ready to announce that we have a very special guest on here. My bestest friend in the whole wide world is finally going to be on here. We've been figuring out something to talk about, so it's just going to be a little chat with Zoe, and I am beyond excited. I'm also excited to have a guest on here in general because I've been crazy busy since school and soccer started. The only times I have to record are early in the morning or late at night, and so it makes it really hard to get people over early in the morning or late at night, but luckily, Zoe basically lives in my house half the time, so she is the perfect person to have on here. She has so much passion behind her life and so much passion behind what she says, and I love her so, so much. I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her, for you guys to hear what she has to share because like I said she's my best friend she's such a crucial part of my life I don't know how I would be able to go through life without her and honestly we have these really good friends and to me friends are the family that you choose I know that's a quote I'm coming out with those one-liners but they really are like Zoe is someone that I chose to have a part of my life and that's a decision that I have never regretted I love this woman so much she is brave and she's beautiful and she's confident and she's smart and she's absolutely incredible so I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her without further ado let's welcome Zoe all right say hi Zoe hi oh I'm so ready for this episode we're gonna have so much fun and if I by chance refer to her to Zobo during this podcast. It's because that's what I call her all the time. Her actual name is Zoe, but I just call her Zobo. So if you hear that, you know who I'm talking about. But let's get started. Before we really dive into any of the juicy questions, I want to know a little bit about who you are, what's gone on in your life, because I like people to really be able to get a grasp and get to know the guests that we have on here because why would I throw them into listening to a podcast when they have no idea who we're talking about? So tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm Zoe and I'm Allie's best friend. I've known her for around six years, Yes, somewhere in there. I love musical theater. I love to sing. I love to dance. Um, I participate in the high school musical every year. Those have been a lot of fun. And I also play um, tennis at the high school every year. Um, and I really enjoy that sport. But just in general, I really enjoy sports. I'll watch about any sport. I'll talk about it. I, all of that really fascinates me. I don't know. Anything else you want to know? No, that's really good. I love Zoe. She's such a well-rounded woman because she's very, very good at dancing and singing and music and all of that, which I think is absolutely incredible. But then she whoops people's butt in tennis. Let me tell you, this girl is a beast on the court. She is so good. But then she's so smart with sports and all of all of the sports, college, professional, it doesn't matter what sport it is, men, women, she's so smart with all of that. That's one of my favorite, favorite things about her. But what are some accomplishments you've made throughout life? Like what are some things that you're proud of? These can be big or little accomplishments, but I want you to tell the Overcome and Become listeners what some things that you've accomplished are so then maybe they can get an idea on some things that they want to strive for or maybe look up to you as an example to them. I I love musical theater and so two of or I guess kind of two or one 
we can merge them. But some of the things I was really proud of is I've gotten two lead roles through my high school years. Um, and one of those was Belle in Beauty and the Beast. That was two years ago. And Allie was also in that musical, and it was just so much fun. <laughs> and then I also have the lead in this year's musical of the Scarlet Pimpernel. Um, I'm Marguerite, and that's something I'm really proud of because it does take a lot of work to audition and then be at rehearsal all day, every day. Um, but I love it, and I'm really proud of that. And then something else I'm really proud of is last tennis season, I worked really hard and I got really into it and I just would talk to my coach, talk to my dad, like how can I be better? What can make my serve faster? And I did get to go and play um, in the state tournament and that was a lot of fun. I didn't win, I'm not the state champ, but I did get to go and play the first round and that was something that was a great learning experience for me and it was just a lot of fun. And I got to play a girl I actually knew pretty well because she was in our region. So that was also really cool to just be there with someone that you knew. I absolutely love that. And it reminds me of this reel I watched of Kevin Hart one time. Okay, he's an actor, he's a comedian, but let me tell you, he's got some inspirational stuff. And he said that if you're going to do something, do it to be the best at it. And at first when I listened to that, I was like, no, that's not true. Like you don't have to do something to be the best at it. But then he elaborated on that and went on to say that do it to be the best that you can be. Don't do it to be better than other people. Do it to be better than you were yesterday. Do it to be better than that. And I think Zoe is the exact definition of what that quote stands for, what he said about that, because Zoe really strives to not be perfect, but to become the best that she can be. And when she does something, whether that's school, musical, tennis, a calling, a hobby, anything in life, she does it with her full potential. She does it with her whole heart and her whole mind. She puts everything into it. And I think that's a big thing that people can learn from and people can take from. I look up to her every single day for that because she puts so much heart and soul into all of those things. That was very nice. Thanks. And obviously we know that she's very proud of making it to state and becoming a lead role in a musical because even though it's a high school musical, it's still a big deal. I did the musical for a few years. I never got the lead role, but after being in the musical, it's a lot of work. Like people are like, oh, all you have to do and sing is sing and dance, but try singing and dancing at the same time. It's so hard because you're dancing around trying to have this breath control. So Zoe has done a lot of really, really cool things. Now I want to know your thoughts on child of cancer because this is still September. We still want to bring that awareness to it. And I know that you and I have both wrote school papers on them. And so what are your thoughts on it with everything that goes on around it? Because I know you've really been introduced to that world. Yeah. So before I met you, you know, I you hear about cancer and you hear about childhood cancer, breast cancer, all those different things. But until I met you, it was never really on the forefront of my mind. And you mentioned we've both done a lot of research and written a lot of papers. And it's been something that I've grown like grown a passion for to raise awareness to help families that we can like that's just something that I I really enjoy doing now especially knowing you and hearing about your story and really getting to know like what it's like having cancer and what goes so many things go in it there's doctor's visits there's family there's friends there's highs and lows there's so much that goes into it and I think it's pretty crazy and really sad that there's not as much awareness and there's not as much there's not as many funds that go to childhood cancer as there should be. And not to say that any other cancer is not as important because cancer is cancer and that really sucks. But 
the lack of funds that go to childhood cancer just breaks my heart, especially like knowing your story and just hearing other stories and with the Allies Angels Foundation, all the <laughs> all the things and people we help out. It's really just heartbreaking to know that there's not the funds needed going to that. Right. And I'm fully with you on that. I fully agree with that, that all of these cancers are so important to raise awareness for and raise funds for because people are like, well, how is raising awareness and raising funds directly affecting these people who have cancer? But it is so important because the more money we have, the more research we have, the better treatment we can have, and that improves people living from cancer and also people not having as many health problems after. The government gets an entire cancer fund throughout the year. Childhood cancer gets 4% of that and that's not okay. To me, that's absolutely ridiculous because 4% out of 100% is almost nothing. And that's something that we really need to be diving into more. There are 8 million and a half studies, it seems like, on childhood cancer. And it's really hard because the problem is they look at kids and they go, these kids are so resilient. They're a lot different than a 65-year-old person because we can rebound. Most of our organs are fresh in all of our cells and everything about our body is nice and fresh and functions really, really well. So they're like, we can pump these kids full of chemo because we know they're going to rebound from it. But the problem with that is, is after because we haven't figured out a way for chemotherapy to just target cancer cells. It targets every cell in your body. All of those good cells are also being affected. So after you finish your eight months of treatment, your two and a half years of treatment, however long it takes you, you are still being affected every single day. You're still having health conditions. You're still having problems and it's not okay. So let's do our part to raise awareness and raise these funds for childhood cancer because these children deserve it. They absolutely 100% deserve it. And I want to know your thoughts on what it was like coming into my journey a little bit later because Aaron is Zoe's dad and he's actually the man who diagnosed me and they sent me a few packages but Zoe and I didn't really talk and become friends till a little bit later and now we're best friends and she is the greatest person that I ever brought into my own life. So what are your thoughts on coming into it because you weren't there in the beginning, but you've been there since the day that we decided to take our dogs for a walk. Yeah, so um, you mentioned my dad diagnosed you, and I, you know, he's not allowed to disclose what he does at work, so that was, I didn't know that had happened. I didn't know, you know, you were the girl that got diagnosed with cancer, and I remember it was around Halloween, and like you said, we sent you a little box, and we went to Target, and we picked out these Halloween decorations, and I had no idea who you were, and my mom was like, oh, we're going to send her a little basket, mm -hmm. and then um, I ended up, we were wards the stake merged wards and you ended up being in our ward and so then I kind of you know we were in young women's and primary together and then we just kind of started talking and that was when you were still on oral chemo but you weren't ever going in for um port chemo anymore and now that you're out of treatment it's probably definitely way different than when you were in treatment I was never like actively there but I think being on the back end of it is a, it's definitely different but I've can't say I've hated it. I mean, we're besties now. <laughs> That's something that I've loved Zoe for is she's never failed to be there for me. And I will never, ever forget that. When I had Miss C, I ended up getting put on activity restrictions. And Zoe was the person that was going to be there to go for a walk with me, that was going to be there to watch a movie with me or simply sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing because that was the kind of person that she was. And But I was pissed they didn't let me go down to Phoenix with you. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> You're going to have to edit so much out. No, that's okay. I know you mentioned a little bit about That Was Angel's Foundation, like very briefly, but my mom and dad and Kelly Hansen started this foundation called the Allie's Angels Foundation back in 2017. And it's something really, really cool that we did to give you a brief overview really quick. And then we'll get back to Zoe is it's a foundation that we started to originally help children with cancer. We wanted to bring it more local. And fortunately, I was the only child in Paige that had cancer until last year, which is super, super sad that we have another case, but it's awesome that we didn't. So then we switched our whole mission to kids that had illnesses or disabilities to keep it more local because we wanted to help these kids. If you're at a younger age, we will shop for you, put together this whole basket after you fill out this thing on a bunch of your favorite things. And if you're older, you get a gift card and your best friend gets a gift card and you get to go on a shopping spree because I'm a girl. I love to Mm -hmm. shop. I've always loved to shop. But our big event of the year is the Allie's Angels football game. It is awesome. So if you've never been to it, it's always in September. And let me tell you, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. But recently, Zoe and I got put on the actual board. So she's been a part of the meetings. And what has it been like for you to be a part of this physical childhood cancer foundation? Because we've done a lot of incredible things, but... We've also witnessed a lot of really hard things. So what has it been like to be able to be a part of a foundation? Yeah, it's been really amazing to be on the foundation. And I remember when we got, you know, voted on the board, I guess is what you could say. And we were at FSY and it was just so exciting. And I didn't know 100% what I was getting into, but I knew I was excited to just like get to work with everyone and promote childhood cancer and just help these kids in our um, local community. But since being on there, I've just really loved it. Like it's so much of just helping and giving and making these kids feel loved and making them happy and making them making the best of their situation. Um, and the Allie's Angels football game is coming up and it's just so exciting. It's something that it's a lot of people in the community really participate in. It's got, you know, we go, we really do go gold. We've got touchdown sponsors where we're raising money. We do a miracle minute where we're just, we're raising money, we're raising funds and there's so much awareness and we've got t-shirts. It's just, it's really amazing the things a community can do, even a small community like ours, like the awareness we can raise with a foundation like that. So the foundation definitely means a lot to me. Like it might be something that's sometimes overlooked. Like it was just, you know, like six or I don't know how many of us there are. There's like 10 of us on the board. But when we really get together and we work with our community, it's such an amazing thing. So I, I really love it. Right. I, I love, I love that more than you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I love that you mentioned the community because after I was diagnosed, that was something that I really realized was the community that we live in is insane. Page America is a place like no other. We, my family has no family that lives here. So the friends and the relationships that we've built here are our family. And they got together so many times to do different fundraisers and different things. And now with this foundation in place and seeing them, especially Doug Gardner, who has been our touchdown sponsor every year, they just like, there are so many good people out there that are willing to do incredible things like this. And it's something often overlooked. So when you see someone doing something good, especially this time of year with childhood cancer, let them know that because that's the problem is people don't feel acknowledged for the good things that they're doing. And so then it's kind of like, why am I doing this if I'm never ever going to get acknowledged for it? So I love that you brought up the community and 
it's so fun getting together and coming up with all these mm-hmm. new ideas. It's it's amazing because you think, oh, and we'll we'll talk to the fire department and we'll talk to the school and we'll talk mm-hmm. to the football team and it's just really everyone gets involved and it's something that once you introduce it to people, they become so passionate about. It's not something that people just brush off. Like it's something very important to everyone. So to see the community come together is just something so amazing to watch. Right. And you may be wondering what can a small group of people in a small foundation do, but we can do a lot. And Paige really does go gold. And the idea is that we will be able to spread that to other places and eventually it will spread like wildfire. Now we have touched on what we should probably be doing more, but I know I embraced a lot of feelings on that. So what do you think we should be doing more for childhood cancer? When it comes to childhood cancer, I think you hear the word cancer and like you you go to certain things. You go to sick, you go to a bald head, you go to chemotherapy, but when you really dive into like childhood cancer, it's like a whole nother world. You know, right. there's different side effects, there's different medicines, there's different things. And so I think what we just need to be doing is just I think what we started doing is spreading awareness, just really talking about it, being vocal about it, sharing it with others, um, raising funds. I think that's just what we can do. And it, it, yeah, it's going to start small, but I think when we just keep sharing and keep, keep up with it, you know, every year and every childhood cancer awareness month, just bigger and better, like the, it's going to get there. Right. Like I, we just got to keep going for sure for sure now you are one of the biggest support systems for me and a big support system for a lot of people and that's something very crucial when you are going through really any cancer but especially childhood cancer because these kids are just so lost and so confused as to what's going on because all of a sudden they're being thrown into something and I feel like we're a big support system for each other but Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on being a support system for me and me being a support system for you and why is that important to you life is full of ups and downs like whatever your trials are you know you might not have cancer but you're going to have trials throughout life and I think us being a support system for each other like has helped me tremendously and I'm sure you could say the same like it's helped you tremendously in various situations I know when I have a bad day like I can come and talk to you or I don't have to talk to you but I'll come home and there's a note on my bed or hey do you want to go for a walk or you know just you're always there. Like there's never a time that you'll be like, well, no, I'm not going to help you. No, I don't want to talk to you. It's always, I'm there. (laughs) You're done. It's always, I'm there for you. And that's something so important. And whether that's like a friend like Allie and I are, or that's a mom or a sibling, like you can find people. And I was fortunate enough to find Allie and we've been attached to the hip ever since. (laughs) But I think when you find that support system that Allie and I do everything together. There's no embarrassment. It's just love and support. And that's, I think, something you really need to find in life. Mm -hmm. And you touched on that it doesn't matter what trial you go through. Everyone, every single person on this earth is worthy of that support system and that pure love. Because you can have a friend, but are you your genuine self around them? Because Zoe and I could tell you a million stories and show you a million videos on us being our true selves. And it, it makes our relationship better, but I feel like maybe our families are a little (laughs) embarrassed of us sometimes that I feel like it also brings joy to their life because Zoe is someone who won't judge you. She's going to accept you for who you are. And that's something that I've needed because I'm, I got two sides, okay? I can be put together. I can be nice, but I'm also like adventurous and just kind of 
hilarious. And that's <laughs> funny because I'm not. When I'm I'm a very I like to time. I mean, I'll have fun. I like to have fun. I love to, but I'm very reserved most yes. of the time. Yes, we and balance each other out. Well. We do, and but Allie sometimes brings out the crazy in me. Like I'll be honest, we have a good time sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and so I think that everyone deserves that person that you can be so genuine with. Because that's something that people crave. They want that genuineness. So find that. Really seek for that in your life because you deserve it. In your 16 years of being alive, Zoe, Mm -hmm. how would you say you have overcome and become something? Because that is what overcome and become is all about. It can be something big. It can be something small. But really, what have you gone through that has shaped who you are into the person that you are, that has directed you on the path that you are in life right now? I can't say I can pinpoint who I've become to an exact trial or an exact moment, but I think over the years, you know, just being taught um, by family and by friends, like if you just strive to be 1% better each day, like you're going to get better over a lifetime. And I've had really bad days. I've had really good days. But when I'm trying to overcome and I want to become the woman I want to be in the future, that's what my mind goes to is just 1% better each day. And sometimes that's going to feel like a really small 1%. Like I barely got out of bed this morning or I didn't make my bed or I didn't do my homework. But for me, overcoming and becoming is just trying a little better each day. No matter if you're in like the dead rock bottom or you're on like a roller coaster high, you know, it's just, just Try that 1% every day. She has those (laughs) words of wisdom. Little old man telling... I feel like an old man telling you that you have words words of of wisdom, wisdom, but... You're making me feel old. (laughs) No, she is. She's so smart and talented. I'll just never get over it, but I'm so happy that we could have you on here. Is there anything else you want to tell them? Any piece of advice you could tell them for when they wake up in the morning what would you tell them to get them going on the right foot of the day? I would just say, be your authentic self and have the best day that you can. You know, I think we wake up and sometimes, you know, you're going to school or you're going to work or going wherever you are. There's a lot of, you think about what people are going to see in you and what, how you have to hold yourself. But I think when you get up and say, you know, I'm going to be Zoe or I'm going to be Allie, you have this mindset that I, I'm enough for myself and that is what you need you know have that confidence in yourself and that's something I think we all learn at different points in our life but when you have confidence in yourself man like it's doing something it for you things for like sure. you're just you know you're different around people and when you have confidence I think you're your real authentic self so when you wake up just say I'm gonna be me like right. be yourself and oh, love that <laughs> just you know be me be yourself and that's that's what I'd have to say is just be confident in who you are because I think Sorry, we're, this is, we're going on a little rant now. But, <laughs> That's okay. Um, like I said, I mean, I'm, you know, I love to have fun and I'm not necessarily shy, but you know, I'm more of a watcher and I like to be a little more reserved. But when I met you, you just have so much confidence. Like you, like you love who you are and I love who you are too. And you're not like, not to, you're not showboaty or you're not cocky, but you're confident in who you are. You know, you love yourself. And so that's something I've definitely learned from you. Just be confident. Just really like, I always love this quote is the world is your runway. Like just be confident because you are amazing. Like just be confident. So you can stop you make me cry. That's no, because if you cry, I'm going to (laughs) cry. None of that. Stop that. Okay. You're done. That's my favorite thing you've ever said is wake up and say, I'm going to be Zoe. I'm going to be Allie verbally look in the mirror and tell yourself that you are whatever your name is. You are going to be 
whoever, because that's the greatest advice I've ever heard in my whole entire life. I don't even know where it came from. Just your words of wisdom. It just spoke to me. (laughs) Spoke to her. (laughs) Okay. We're going to finish off with a quote and Zoe's going to share that quote with us because when I have guests on here, I'm going to have them share a quote so we can get more inspiration from them. And Zoe found one the other day because I asked her, (laughs) I said, Zoe, don't you have a Pinterest board full of quotes? And she goes, Allie, I'm not like that. I'm not like you. I don't got a Pinterest board full of quotes. So then I started questioning, why do I have a Pinterest board full of quotes? So she's going to share it with us. And you can take it two ways. You can take it funny, but you can also take it motivational. So she's going to share it. Okay. So I have a little letter board in my room and I love to find quotes for it. And I, I go for humor. I'm going to be honest. I love (laughs) something that's going to make me laugh. And so with the fall season coming, um, I found this little letterboard letter board quote, and it said, if one door closes and another one opens, your house is probably haunted. <laughs> I just thought it was so random because she told me it. She's like, that's the only one I got. And I'm like, really? <laughs> but you choose how you want to take that quote. When one door closes, another one opens, your house must be haunted, but it can also be taken motivationally. Now, if you see Zoe around or you have her number, tell her thank you so much because this is the second time we have recorded this entire 30-minute episode. I had some troubles with my recording and editing software that I usually use and the whole thing deleted, so that's really great. So that shows you how real Zoe is and Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that I had her on here. I think this one definitely better than the first one yeah we were wouldn't you say we had a good conversation going we were more authentic we were (laughs) we were very real (laughs) just kidding but i hope you all have a great week i hope you all loved listening to this overcome and become episode i cannot wait to talk to you guys next week for the last week of september have a great week bye I was trying so hard not to. (laughs) Oh boy, this is going to take me forever to edit.